0: skipping the intro today getting right into it we just heard an amazing story from logan Gamay. we're so happy to have you here logan and now we're going to jump into melodies ai and the future of music that is a crazy story logan that's insane
1: there's- it's honestly we'll say it for another time but it's far more insane than that <laughs> <laughs> there's more stuff would- <laughs> in between Jesus. uh yeah th- yeah there's like a thing that there's a thing that really led to like a lot of stuff i'm not i'm sort of like i'm not i'm not gonna say i need my i need to like it's not like a certain recognition i need but I feel like i need to uh reach a i feel like I need to reach a point in the future where it won't like freak people out <laughs> that uh, okay that will that will under, that will understand sort of like more about me, but it's yeah i got used to, yeah I, one day i already we'll know
0: keep it that.
2: hidden we'll we'll keep it spicy.
1: Yeah,
0: I already know. I was thinking during that, like, we're gonna have to, we're gonna want you to come back on if if you're willing at some Sweet. point. Cause I was like yeah, two yeah. drummers of Blink One Eighty Two band. I mean, like even that, I want to unpack a little bit. But then, let alone <laughs> yeah. all the other aspects of that story. There's so much interest there. Um, but yeah, I guess for today, I mean, we brought it up. We were gonna get right into you know critiquing a melody that Marty and I wrote. Uh, we wrote a little beat. We wrote a little mid-melody, as we're calling it. We want to make that better. But maybe before that, I think it's a big topic right now, just um, the future of the music industry with AI. And it's mm-hmm. like, how have we not talked about this yet, Marty? Like, it's all over the internet. Everyone's talking about AI for everything. And it's it's kind of annoying in some ways. But it, for music in particular, it's a really interesting one. The, the, the tools out there today, like, you can simulate different artists' voices. You can make beats just by describing words. Like, it's going to change the DAW. it's it's so many things are about to flip on their heads um i guess i'll just leave it at that and open up the discussion because i'm sure you guys both have thoughts on this
2: i'm surprised at how little thought i have on it i i haven't really had time to like think very deeply on it i loved the drake song that was circulating around (laughs) i really liked it i was like oh it's it's great i i think it's wonderful and I don't really care that it's not Drake. <laughs> I don't really care you know i I do think we're at a point now where um the AI is very good at making songs when it has a ton of training data that's very similar, right Point now where if um the bank of if if the discography of an artist is pretty cohesive and similar mm-hmm. uh, the AI does better when. You know someone like drake who has a ton of music and it's all pretty similar in a similar space uh, the ai loves that and i think as the ai and the training sets and the way that people make this these ai tools as they get better the ai will be able to replicate artists that are a little bit weirder that uh in, right. in a more convincing way so like that's definitely happening i just don't know what i think about it <laughs> <laughs> i have no clue um, I liked
0: what you were saying, Logan, like just, okay. So chasing this idea, this, this whole thing that came out of your life story really um, <laughs> or, or a whole theme of it is like the song and, and the timelessness of that. Um, and I, I liked what you were saying about how, you know, AI can make something, but it, it, you know, if if an artist is on command, I can have Drake sing my song. <laughs> um, then, then it's really the song that matters, right? It's the song that's communicating something, not
1: necessarily, um EAI. Am I getting yeah, that right? Well Yeah. Well we gotta think further than the next week, right? This the voices are already good. The, the voice is already good enough right now. And it's and this is the worst that they will ever be right now. The worst they'll ever be. I heard some stuff, I heard an Oasis one or Kurt Cobain one that wasn't perfect. I heard a Paul McCartney one. And they are good enough for people. Like you said, uh, Marty, it's it's right, cool with me. And a lot of people feel that way. And My, this is, this is, there's two versions. Well, actually it's sort of one. I see, I see one sort of ultimate vision of this. I don't know how long this is going to take for this to happen, but one, AI will be able to write songs that are better than everybody else's songs. Without a doubt. There's no way that that's not going to happen. It will write songs that it'll be like, if I tried, I couldn't have written that song Um, because why would it not do that? Why would it not, why would it not learn how to do that? It's just, it's just a matter of time and the voices, right? The first step will be, all right, all these voices, how are people going to deal with this? Is there going to be like a split thing between Spotify and Apple music where there's a section for AI stuff? The the thing that's going to be exciting is when somebody writes a hit song for Grimes or whatever it is. And it's, and it's bigger than any other song that she's put out, which will probably happen. I'm, I'm trying to do that with a couple of friends. I have an idea. I want to try to do that. Um, Let's go. And, and then Then um, ultimately, though, I think everything is in technology and in the universe, which is just an extension of like people is is it goes more and more towards tailoring towards the individual's desires and preference and to extract as much as possible from you so that you can have your perfectly tailored. Netflix, at the end of the day, sit down experience, thoughtless, it's the perfect content. It's perfect content for your life experience and for you. And so when it comes to simulating voices, we're talking about all the voices that are familiar to us that humans love, right? We've got the Drake voice, there's Taylor Swift, all these different voices. All right, all those will be simulated. Great. And we'll be able to hear versions of all the songs of the past with these different people. That's cool, but people are already at this point. Well, that's interesting. At this point, people have an emotional connection to, to records of the past, right? So it's like, let it be, right? It's not George Harrison singing it. It's Paul McCartney singing it. And that version of it is the version. However, what will happen is all of those songs, all those records will have unlimited versions of them. Right. You'll you'll be able to hear those. And so in the future, when somebody doesn't know that Let It Be the original one, maybe that one's awesome, but they may just love the Grimes version of Let It Be. That may be the version that they love. There will be the original, but there will be that version as well. Um, And then ultimately, there will be new music. There will be new songs that are written by humans and new songs that are written by A.I. And those versions, those songs will have unlimited versions of them, unlimited productions and unlimited singers, versions of the singers, as many as you want, so much so that you could have your own version of it, couldn't you? You could just be like, give me my own version of that. Because there's how many voices? Unlimited. There's unlimited voices. There's whatever, all the voices that exist and all the voices in between um, and all the voices that we love. But there's also going to be maybe, maybe like, maybe there's going to be a version of your voice that is what your voice would sound like if you could sing like Adele. Why would there not be a voice like yours? Like right now we have auto-tune and that's cool, but that's a that's just pitch correction, right? I think auto-tune won't even make any sense at a point because it'll just be you sing into a microphone and as you sing, the AI is just going to make the dopest sounding voice that anyone's ever heard so that anybody can sing. And because of that, you're going to have you take that concept and you take me, AI, you know, songs being generated by AI. And th- so what? so like, what's the, at that point, what matters, it's that you are creating, your AI is creating songs for you that are, you want your AI to create hit songs that you, it's you singing in the style that you want. And you basically say, I like that. And if you can say, I like that, that's your song that will be released. So every human, if they so desire, we'll just have their, they'll be their own artist and they'll have their own music. And the, what the, what will make it unique is that you, you could theoretically, I mean, your AI will know your entire life story. So let's just say like my story that I told, I would tell that in far more detail to the AI, everything I'm feeling, it'll know how I'm feeling today, everything that's going on. And it'll just make a song for me. That is a, that is hit, hit worthy. Let's call it. It's something that's like, sounds like music I love in the style I love and all probably a bunch of other styles and it's through my own personal story, something that I truly understand, and it'll exist for people to listen to. But it also could just exist for me to listen to, and that would be awesome too. And I think that's the experience that songwriters go through now, because there's a point where there's a point where something is created. And you get to experience it and love it. I have that right now with a bunch of songs I'm working on. No one's heard them except for me and a couple people. I love them as if they exist for everybody else. It doesn't matter though. I'm experiencing and I'm loving that experience. They will be shared ultimately, but everybody should have that experience. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, that that's upsetting to that's gonna be upsetting to a lot of people for a little bit of time. Where there's people that have spent their entire lives perfecting the craft of playing the instrument and doing the thing and blah 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 and all that stuff, and it'll just be. Yeah, you want to listen to my music? It's like, how much time have you spent working on the craft? It's like, none. It's just made. And and that's a that's a paradigm shift because that concept, it's not gonna take away the love of creating something. It's like, hey, I can't replace my love of eating a donut, I don't think, or like my love of eating pizza or hanging out with friends. It's not replacing the experience of writing a song. I still want to do yeah. that because that's really fun to do that. Or like playing an instrument's a really fun thing to do. That's preserved. We're good. Like we already have that. However, there will be an insanely high amount of music that is generated so that people, that music will be something that is just naturally forming in real time, where we could basically be sitting here and it could understand our preferences and it'll just make music that we all love and it'll be sound awesome. And we'll be like, that's our music and we own it. No one else has ever heard it before. And that's a. I think that's a really beautiful unifying thing and that will scare people a lot, but it is the inevitable. Like, I don't know how long that's gonna take, but that shit's coming.
0: Actually, (laughs) Funny enough that kind of relieved my tension about it because you, uh, yeah I agree with what you're saying totally and it like all the things I was worried about one thing I was worried about well the music's going to be super good but it's not going to have meaning well that's not true you can feed it your meaning and the meaning will come back to you you just have to be able to generate that and maybe that's like a new part of being an artist is being able to find what you want to express know how to have an AI help you express that, and then just enjoy it for you, enjoy it yeah. for others. However, it shakes out. So it's kind of just like yeah. you're just flooding the pool. It's like it's accessible music, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Th- think if you were think if like I was talking to my buddy Emmanuel about this yesterday about like TV shows, and he's he's writing a TV show right now, and was talking about it's like uh, you know. I think what the reality of like even like a show might be, or like an experience might be, is like who decides to let somebody into like a virtual world that is your upbringing, your home experience, like being at the dinner table with you and your family, or something like that. People will be very, some people will be down with that, and some people will be really afraid of that because it'll be like, well, you're like diving into my understanding of like who I am and my like my entire story. But that's really what art is in so many ways: is the experience of somebody brought into this like creation that people can get a little taste of and relate to on that. And so it's like you said, it still will come down to who is open to going through those things and, and, and giving all that to the AI so that it can understand you. Right. So like the, the technology can understand you and help you create uh, a version of you. That's an amplified version of you. And that's a really cool thing. Cause it's going to, I mean, recorded music's existed for 140 years. This shit's brand new. It's new. <laughs> And it's already go- and it's already changing. It's 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 140 years. I mean, how you guys probably know how long is like how long have songs existed versus recorded music? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I it's- think it's
2: cool too. In 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 your version of this, we'll call it a utopia. Yeah. In this version, there's also still room for idolization, right? And for for people to be artists, what being an yeah. artist will look like will probably be very different going forward, you know, the emphasis on certain things about, you know, being an artist now will probably disappear with AI and other things that are starting to exist about being an artist, more like being a personality online, will probably, that, that emphasis will probably go up. But in person, in person
1: too, in person, being a, being a, being like a person that you can touch, right? That, that Mm -hmm. value goes really high because there will be like someone like me that has a bunch of stuff of them on, on the internet talking, right? It would only make sense that when because video will be generated with AI, that I would just basically say, all right, AI, Logan, uh, I want you just to be basically generating valuable content for people 24-7, nonstop, Make that make that clear. Because a lot of times people's limitation is they want to be out there connecting with people, but they're too afraid to, because they're too afraid to talk to a camera or their phone or whatever, the technology, the barrier right there. It makes them afraid. And so they're not able to do that. And so People that are recognized, like they're at the beginning of it. I think it's going to be, like, the voice of Beyonce and the voice of these these people that we're already familiar with, and that like the world has said like we like the we basically like whatever this person does. Those voices are very valuable at the top, and then once it starts to open up, it's like it's like think of like recording studios and the technology in the studios where it's like there was a time like look at this this box right here is able to simulate like any guitar amp thing or whatever and it sounds like exactly the same. And before it was like it's like eighty pound guitar cabinet or like amp and the whole thing. And like people don't do that anymore because why? It's pain in the butt. Like you don't have to. And so if the accessibility towards people being able to like understand themselves and create things for other people to enjoy and maybe it's just for their their own self to enjoy, well then like that's a better that's a better, more connected experience. And I believe that songs will be things and that's sort of like my vision with this project. Honestly, it's like pretty a pretty big idea, but it's to create music that can be listened to where it's not streaming of records of songs. It's streaming songs. So like, if Apple Music and Spotify they stream songs or records of songs, it's like a version of a song. But you could also stream songs where the song could be listened to by millions of people all at the same time, and then the version that an individual is listening to is a unique production to that person. Where you could basically like. Like, you, like we could all be listening to the same song, synchronized in perfect time. Like our consciousness is locked together, but the singer that we're hearing is, is a different singer. And the production is a different production. And we're all listening to something at the same exact moment. Like you could literally synchronize all of humanity's focus on something people say like meditation or whatever and that's cool but people usually like don't want to do that but people want to listen to music and so if you make the version of something an individual like ai created version for everybody everybody could be listening like on the same radio station and wait hold on with that you could also when we're on <laughs> when we're on mars okay you could have that stream be delayed using latency from Earth. So people on Mars and people on Earth could be, fo- could be experiencing the same songs at the same time. They wouldn't see each other because light won't travel fast enough. But with awareness, you can synchronize people's awareness on songs because it's just an idea and you can delay the signal of that. And so you can basically say, all right, on Earth, hit like hit play on the Universal Music Station. Like the, like the that's what I say, hit play on the Vibe Machine and delay that signal to Mars, whatever, it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is, and then right when it starts playing there, allow the signal to start playing on Earth. And now we're listening in synchronized time to mute, to songs, not the same record, the same song, yeah. at the same moment across the universe. And I think that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> it's the world's biggest silent disco. <laughs>
1: that's right
2: <laughs> yeah personally tailored silent disco
1: yeah
0: absolutely yeah so that's so I i really vibe want machine. to listen to
2: that song i would really want to listen to you know the the acoustic finger plucky version of that yeah. song that's probably yeah. what what would come on in my ears <laughs> i would want the juiciest yeah. pop song version
0: yeah ever. yeah <laughs> yeah i couldn't resist that
1: <laughs> but can you like that's that's a really. That's that's why I started, like, everything that I've done was this idea, right? It was, like, sort of, and that, like, I, I had, this was an idea that uh, back in 2019, like, really, like, like basically uh, just arrived at me one day because I was getting so obsessed with melodies, and I saw that, like, you could do that. Like, that could happen. This is before the AI stuff started really picking up, and I was like, oh, that's pos- that's actually possible to do that. Like, everyone's so, when it comes to recorded music, is so in their own world and people are just like sort of like have allegiance to artists right now in this like completely blind and sometimes I would just uh, not idiotic way I'm not going to say idiotic but in a way that's just sort of like you don't care what this person does you're just going to listen to it because you're identifying with the person and that to me I've never been that type of person I'm like a song person and so it's like if the songs aren't resonating in this like way I just I can't Uh, I, I, I just can't do that and I think AI is going to flip that on its head, where it's going to allow an individual to have an individual experience. And the concept of a recorded song um, is an old technology that is built that is built around. It's like it's not the Grammys aren't the song awards; it's the gramophone awards. It's the it's it's built off of the of of the monetizing of the of the record of the song and that concept is something that people have put like a chokehold on because of the be able to because people can sell that and the fact is songs records are history and songs are forever records yeah. are just a piece of history
2: yeah and it's it's mm-hmm. been that way for so long but we do have examples historically of songs being much more the emphasis like in tin pan yeah. alley there was a whole history of american music where the song was very, very important and people would recognize the songwriter first and foremost. And then they would go, well, my favorite version is, uh, you know, Billy holiday's version, or my favorite version is, is this other singer's version. So that like, that was much more common in the twenties and thirties, but yeah, as, um, yeah, as we started to value the actual, you know, recorded piece that you could hand to people and sell, uh. Yeah, that, that sort of like prolific songwriting thing, sort of became. More what if what,
1: what, what if song what if songwriting or like music creation as a whole? I, I'm not talking about like performing on an instrument and all these these very human things, right? I'm talking about just like of a, a, a song existing. What if like writing a song really just meant like allowing a so, like allowing a song to enter into the universe? Like you were, you you said. Like, what if you what if the AI created something for you? And you're like, wow, that's really like so connected to me. It makes me want to cry. And it's like so powerful, but I'm like afraid of saying, that's a song that's really about my life. And that really might become the thing that is the factor of people saying, I'm too afraid to do that. But that could be. My my thoughts around this are that what if that becomes a way that people can like what if that becomes a thing where people can sort of their job can be to allow songs to say like, yeah, I look and curating the curating songs that are, that AI is creating for you. That is from your experience where you're like, yes, I feel that. And yes, I, that is my stamp of approval. And then, you know, maybe there's like AI is allowed AI allows us to find the ultimate singer, right? The ultimate singer of that song and allow us to find these talents that exist where you can maybe there's a let's say let's say there's some singer that lives down the street from me right and they have a voice that i go like wow but the world needs to hear this and ai is able to take a take a print of that and allow it to be extracted and then say all right thousand songs let's hear that singer sing those thousand songs boom right that's not difficult. To, that's not going to be difficult to do that. It already basically is possible to do that. Okay, So we're going to hear that singer's unique voice that people don't know about on a thousand songs. And then that gets put into the pool of whatever we're listening to. And then the humans of earth can say, that is the coolest voice that we have never heard. I just love this singer's voice. Now that's not, maybe it wasn't even actually the person's recording of their voice, but it makes that experience of hearing that person live, ooh, that makes that very valuable because you're like, that's the only place you can really hear it. And I think that would make more sense to sort of put emphasis on that live thing where it's like, what would it be like to hear that person sing in front of you without a microphone? What would that be like? Mm-hmm. like yeah. You'd be like, that's crazy. Like that would feel so powerful. Um,
0: making a moment, that's yeah. that's making a
2: moment right there.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the,
2: the more I talk to people about sort of like robots making stuff, especially art, the more we sort of come to the conclusion that, oh, well, certain elements of humans doing that become more valuable as the easy stuff gets easier to do <laughs> with with AI and robots. It almost makes the 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 real stuff more valuable to people. And it's just sort of like different, you know, different shades of that same idea. Yeah, for sure. That's well, a
0: beautiful one. Yeah, that's making me think. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting
2: like 15 to 20 years it's gonna be a wild ride bro
0: yeah absolutely i'm i'm actually really excited for it and it's i still have this feeling strongly where like my fear of ai has sort of transformed into we're just it's just more accessibility at the end of the day that's how i'm seeing it we're gonna have more beautiful music out there more curation more more uh desire for direct connection and moments yeah um
1: yeah. It'll change. It, it'll, it'll change. Who knows? Maybe looking at an instrument. I mean, it's really fun to watch a person play an instrument, right? That's a, that's a cool thing to for watch. I, I always think about that watching drums, you know, I'm watching like a, a real drum kit versus an electronic drum kit. And I'm like, why? Like some, one feels like real to me. And the other one like sounds a certain way, but then it like, doesn't feel like there's not a abrasive nature to it. And, yeah. and uh, it'll be really interesting to see just sort of like, how we, how value, it's not going to be immediate, but it's going to be in the next, I don't know, like 10 to 20 years or something. Like it's going to evolve in a really wild way where I think it will give more accessibility to people to express themselves. And that's, what's most important because there's a lot, especially with musicians, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of ego around around playing instruments and the amount of time that people have spent to learn the instrument. But I, I think instruments are, I think there's a lot of, I think instruments are designed very poorly in many ways to limit the, the people's ability to play them and forcing people to spend time where it could be like, I, like, you should be able just to do this, you know, and, like, have it sound cool because I'm like, yeah, like, do that more. Like, there's 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 so many possibilities for allowing people just to have the feel, like, to have the feeling of making music. And I think that's the most powerful feeling that I, that I know of. And it seems to me it's not uh that there the should be the tools should be very specifically tailored towards allowing more people to have that experience
0: yep instruments were not made with that in mind and actually that's a lot of the things we say on this podcast like we were talking about how you can play any note on your midi keyboard and set it up so it's always playing in key or so it's playing chords or whatever so, yeah, yeah for simple trick with the daw but really what that's doing is taking a keyboard and making it super accessible and even if you know how to play the keyboard it actually puts a whole new lens on it where you have this whole new creative space right so it's it's awesome if you can play guitar, awesome, totally. But yeah. also maybe you just want a vibe from the guitar, and you know what that is, and you can pull that from a different source. And so I think you know we're on to this new world where the accessibility and the way we interact with sounds and instruments is just kind of completely flipped.
1: Could you could you imagine like going to what if you were to like to go to a concert, right? Like a, let's say like a festival or something, and the festival was one where you're walking around and everybody is a music outputter a music creator or a vibe machine everybody there (laughs) is able to express themselves and you can enter into their little like by like by proximity right you could walk the way that uh, technology works with sound right now as far as recorded music the furthest it's gone is using spatial audio through apple um whatever spotify is going to have it soon too through dolby atmos so that it like you know it's more it's it's more spacious it's cool it's great for old records new ones it's it's cool and it's not cool depending on how it's mixed however you can use that technology right now using video the way that video games process sound i don't play video games really i haven't since like donkey kong back in the day however the audio engines in video games allow you to have voice like you could basically have an experience where i could stand let's imagine i'm in this room right and if i have headphones on i could walk over into that corner and i could hear a voice sing a song but in real time there's another singer over in that corner and it's muted right but the second i move over to that it's like a crossfader going over to that singer and i could walk back to this corner and hear another singer and not only that unlimited singers so much so that you could literally just walk around and just be go- and just be sorting through singers in real time, seamlessly, not restarting a song. All the demos you're seeing of AI right now are all like, and this version and this version. But yeah, but just imagine two singers that are singing when it's in key with each other, right? And it naturally fades from one into the next one. You're just literally walking through different versions of something in real time. And you could have a concert experience, like a si- mega silent disco, where mm-hmm. you're just watching people express themselves and getting to explore a hundred thousand people and everybody's creating music that makes a lot more sense as a unifying way for humans to just like connect like in a humongous humongous way that'd be like, so fun
0: <laughs> that'd yeah be an absolute blast. i would love to like meet people through that and also there's people who go on these it's like a type of music listener my brother's one of these just goes on tears like he needs new music new music new music new music constantly i'm someone who finds one song and listens to it for like you know Five years <laughs> but he would have so much fun in that environment you know you, you'd meet people you'd find new songs you'd find new styles it'd be it'd be a blast um i want to say though i want to take this from ten thousand feet down to about five feet <laughs> because i know we're talking about that. the future of music but also i i know that you have a melody masterclass, and i want to <laughs> i want to um marty and i have made uh not a test just something oh, yeah. for fun we made a That's beat right, yeah. and, a, and a really mid melody and Probably have about 10 or 15 minutes left, but I was just, we want to play that for you and just see what you think, what you do, what you change. And yeah, yeah, Marty, maybe you want to tee it up. How you, how you that's right. The melody on I top. forgot
2: <laughs> about the melody thing, man. This, this almost turned into like, what is the future of music? Oh my I God. I love it, man.
1: Well, okay. Well, well th- th- this is tied to that though. I mean, I do not see it as being, I don't see it as being uh, a small idea and a big idea. I, th- I see, that melody is the universal language of, of humans, and that's and, and so that all ties into this, where it's basically because a melody, you can have a melody be sung in any language, you can have it be sung in any different language by any different voice at any different pitch at any different anything, and it is the synchronization point. So, and a melody is just an idea, right? A melody is just an idea, and so a melody can be represented in all these different ways, and that's why it's that's why it's so magical about the future of things is because. It is the way that we synchronize our attention on something. It's how we actually do that. And so, sorry, back down to the earth.
0: That's that's actually a really good point. That's a really good point. It's, I didn't mean to just completely separate them. That's that's.
1: <laughs> I, I live in outer space.
0: <laughs> it's a great place to live. I hear.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, okay, so I want I want to, I want to put the us and the audience sort of in the same in, in the same mindset. So here's the mindset. We have our track. Um, I'm going to share my screen real quick. So we have our track. um, And then this little grand piano midi thing, that's the melody in your head. So that's what you're cooking up in your brain. And I wanted to make something... I wanted to make this melody purposefully sort of like a little bit meandering, a little bit structured, a little bit half-baked to sort of simulate what happens in the brain when you're sort of like constructing a melody or trying to think of a melody, and I was thinking, the the grand piano would sort of simulate what the voice could be. So imagine the grand piano will become a vocal leader, right? So this is sort of like a melody written for voice. So I think what I'll do is I'll play a little bit of the first, like the ending of the first verse, into the pre-chorus, and then the piano will start, and that's sort of the thought. That's like the preconceived okay. thought. Okay. Here's the pre chorus. Just gearing up for that sick chorus. our that's our mid melody
1: okay um could you play could you play it first without the melody on it
2: absolutely i'll just start a few bars before the chorus yeah and here it comes
1: Okay, now play it again with the melody on it. So something that I, um, when it comes to melodies, I like to think of sort of like, what's the, like, what is the purpose of the melody? Generally speaking, when I write songs, I generally don't write melodies on a piano for vocal because I feel like it can be misleading as far as something functioning. So I'm sort of converting it in my head. So one thing that I like to do is sort of, uh, which you actually did in it, which is establishing sort of like, establishing one melody and repeating that melody at least another time to establish it to the listener that that is uh, what the melody is, at least, and then going from there. That that honestly is, uh, gosh, that is uh, the biggest pitfall I see of people when writing things is that they basically start to go away, from, they basically abandon the melody, abandon the listener's ear to be able to do that. Um, and another thing I'll say with this is that you know, oftentimes what happens when, you, when again, with a piano, when it gets converted into a vocal melody, what would happen is it might start that way, right? But then if you were to put words with it, what would happen is that somebody may change actually the melody or the or the way that it feels rhythmically. So it's not actually like verbatim doing that melody because the melody is really simple. So I so it's like people will say, oh yeah, I'm going to represent that melody with a voice and then they actually wouldn't and they would actually change it a little bit. And so... Uh, so so that's a little bit tricky, like as far as the understanding of the way, way that something works as a piano versus a voice, okay? And so that to me is more like a, vo- a vocal type of melody that's in there versus what I would call a pop drop. Uh, a pop drop is basically, you can think of it very clearly in like a, like it's done a lot in EDM. It's done in all different genres of music where it's basically an incredibly repetitious melody over a chord progression that doesn't necessarily... Um, identified the chord structure within that melody it's like it's it's not it's independent of the chord structure it's it's it can be dun 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 so it doesn't the chords the chord movement under that is where the magic comes from the harmony the harmony that's happening in this case um play it one more time for me I would keep the dun and to I'd keep that in the, the two spots that it that it's at I want to I'm to see if I can sing along to it um it might be a little out of sync but
2: yeah you're good here's four beats before
1: okay I'd probably change that right there specifically um, Maybe change rhythmically right there. I'd probably change it rhythmically right there to do something that's a bigger moment that's on that because I think the repetition of that melody actually functions. And then something right there would be nice. And that that would actually be kind of cool.
0: Wait, so tell me if I'm wrong. It almost feels like yeah. when you sang along, it's like the part that was a little less, you just did a little test. It's a little less clear in your mind what it was. And you're like, I want to riff on that. Like, that's the part I want to change. And mm-hmm. then you kind of hit that part that repeated and you sang along with that. And then you're like, oh, actually, we could riff on the second half of this now. Like, uh, those yeah. are the most memorable things that you wanted to keep, right?
1: Yeah. It's, I think when it comes to that, it's like, how does it feel to sing it, you know, to sing it over and over? And then where do you just sort of allow you to see like, is there a feeling of do I not want to sing that? What would I want to sing and sort of going off on that and finding it's not a significant it's not a significant thing. It's a sort of almost becomes like a tag on this very simple thing. oftentimes the most most memorable melodies are sometimes they're just what is repeated a lot you know the most simple yeah. the most arguably the arguably the most loved melody in the world hate it or don't hate it i mean we all hate it as adults but it's like baby shark and baby <laughs> Sh- baby shark is as si- is basically as simple as a melody can be right that's the whole thing okay but i think that's, i think it's, it's give or take that it's that on loop with a with a turnaround at the end of it at the end of the phrase that all, all that's designed to do is to restart the melody and then yeah. the chord progression is creating different context for that and it's the and the harmony around it but the melody is as it can't be any simpler than that yeah and so <laughs> and so again this also depends on uh the you know the vocal melody versus a non-vocal melody if it's a guitar or something that's playing that it could do something much more simple than that it could go and just do that one loop i call that actually chat gpt helped me name that i call that the tri-loop twist some people call it like A A A B or whatever yeah the tri-loop twist is basically it's the same melody <clears throat> verbatim three times and then breaking it on the fourth time. That's the easiest way to create like something that is flowing. And that can be a standalone melody or a vocal melody. Um, that's the song Justin Bieber stay. Is that the entire song it is, it does not, it basically doesn't really break. That it is the verse. It is the pre-chorus. It is the chorus. It is the underlying melody. It's the whole thing. Um, and so, Wow.
0: I have to say we we have a time limit on here and we have yeah, yeah, yeah. a minute. And not just like I'm so impressed that you pulled all that off and that was super compelling advice and all unless uh <laughs> bring it up right to our time crunch here. So um dang, really appreciate it. This has been super awesome. I guess in the last seconds, where can the people find you, Logan?
1: Uh Vibe Machine with a three as an E on the vibe, um, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Those are some good spots. We're going to be putting music out on Spotify soon and Apple Music and stuff, but right now I'm just making a lot of videos on the socials. Sweet. All right. Until next time, everybody. Much love. Bye.